Hello. Welcome to Postcolonial Space. I'm Masood Raja. Hope you're all doing well. And today I'm answering this one question that was posed through the comment section. And it is, is it true that there are no straightforward differences and similarities between postcolonialism and postmodernism, but rather intersecting and diverging trajectories? So obviously it's a really interesting question, but it's a sort of a problematic question because it asks a con for a conclusive answer. So is it true that postcolonialism and postmodernism are two different fields? Yes and no. Yes, in a sense that postcolonialism has its own body of knowledge, theoretical, primary works, its own methodologies, ways of doing things, right? And postmodernism, on the other hand, is a movement, right? It's a way, a style in architecture, in art, right? Uh, in literature, it's a style of writing, style of representation, which plays with certain aspects of modernism. So first we are comparing a field of study with a literary or artistic movement, right, or period. Now, it's more complicated than that. If you watched my lecture, lectures on postmodernism, you already know that it technically doesn't necessarily mean that modernism is over and postmodernism has begun, nor is it a universal style or period of literary and artistic production. There are a lot of contradictions within postmodernism itself. So do they intersect? Yes, absolutely. How? I mean, sometimes we use what is considered postmodern theory in postcolonial literature, in postcolonial studies. We use Foucault, we use Derrida, right? These are the people, Deleuze. So when we are doing that, we are drawing inspiration from postmodern philosophy, but we could just be reading a realistic work of fiction. So that's where intersectionality comes in. Now, postcolonialism. If you pick up any novels, you can find a limit modernist or almost postmodernist text, like Salman Rushdie's Midnight's Children, kind of a postmodernist text. It plays with temporality. It plays. It's self-reflexive. It's metafictional, right? Uh, it kind of relies on the trope of Shehrzad from A Thousand and One Nights. All of these things make the novel a postmodern novel, right? but it is included in post-colonial canon. If you read Sembin Osman's, uh, you know, God's Bits of Wood, that's a realistic novel. It takes its significance or as its starting point, the Docker strike of 1940s, and then tells a fictionalized account of what happens to people. And it's a really realistic narrative. So one novel within postcolonialism could be slightly postmodernist or limit modernist, and one could be re a realistic novel. So what I'm trying to suggest is that the comparison is flawed, right? The question is, are there modernist postcolonial texts? Absolutely, yes. Are there realistic postcolonial texts? 
Absolutely, yes. Similarly, the question should be, are there some post-colonial novels that are postmodern? Yes, right? The question shouldn't be whether or not postmodernism and postcolonialism are similar or different, right? Because we know they are different, but they can also share one from the other, one from here to there. So if you've watched my uh, webinar on the postcolonial and the postmodern, right, which is kind of inspired by Homi Baba's chapter on the same topic from the location of culture, you can already see where Baba stands on it, that, that want what makes the postcolonial writers revolutionary in so many ways or transformative is that they move towards postmodernity, right? Instead of creating binary structures of identity and everything else, they want to create this space in between the binary sign system, right? And that is worthy of emulation, according to Baba. So overall, uh, just to answer your question, yes, there is intersectionality, right? Uh, but the question, the framing, in my opinion, is flawed because it's taking postmodernism and postcolonialism as these two stable entities, and, and the question is posed to tell us whether they are different or similar, right? I think it would serve anyone better if they were to treat both these concepts, periods, or ways of writing and thinking about writing in the world as unstable entities, and then try to figure out, you know, where do they meet and where do they diverge. So that's my simple, brief answer to, uh, I think, a really complicated question. Now, and this tendency I've seen coming from, you know, my own native country, Pakistan and India, where the professors set up these binaries, right, uh, where the students expect that there have to be precise answers to questions. Right? And you all know humanities doesn't work like that. Right? Here, in, in, in a humanistic conversation or education, you have the capacity to look at both ends of the question and sometimes to put the question itself under challenge and under erasure. But don't expect neat answers from videos or from the books. The best way, as I always recommend it, if you wanted to answer this question, would be to read. You know, what are the basic aspects of postmodernism? To read, then, what is postcolonialism? When you have a rough understanding of both, then you will automatically start seeing the convergences, the intersectionality, but also the divergences and the differences. And so that's why I always encourage all of you that these videos are just a starting point. Right? They are not the point of arrival. So take these and then read further if you're interested in that kind of a thing. And then eventually these videos maybe will become an aid in initiating you to deeper learning and deeper knowledge. That's all I have. Thank you so much. I hope this was useful to you. Do let me know in the comments. And if you haven't yet subscribed to the channel, please do subscribe. I would love to have you here and love to hear your voice, your comments. Hope you're taking care of each other. 
the pandemic is still on, please continue to do so. Stay safe, and I will now see you next time. Until then, as always, peace and love.